Yo, what's good, bro? How you doing, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm finally on. I'm finally on word on the street. <laughs> I pulled up on the block, man. It's been a you long know? time coming. Being to say connect, dog. I had to just get yes, you. You're the first, like, well, I mean, we had guests before when we were originally doing it, but now that it's kind of like a reboot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the first new guest on new shit that we're doing it. Hey, man, let me ask you a question. Not to, <laughs> not to take the, take the range, but let me ask you a question, man. How has okay. it been taking like a break off? Because I feel like your, your, uh, podcast like streaming profiles like apple and and uh spotify kind of look like mine because mm -hmm. like if if you look at the cod i think i think i i made all those i i made all those uh old episodes hidden but it used to well the pod that i was on was called get your man's radio so i used the same profile when i changed it to the cod even though it was like different different hosts and stuff though it's a totally different show yeah, but for like a while, you would see a lot of episodes from 2016, 2017, and then it was just cut. Mm -hmm. And then it was, you know, it started again, like 2019, 2020. So it's kind of like it's the same shit. You know, I see I see yeah. you with episodes from back then and you started again now. So how does that feel? Oh, um, for me, it's like <laughs> it's funny, bro. When people see me now, it's like, oh, shit, you back at it. But how does it feel? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like people from back home, it's like, oh, you back at it. But then to other people that I introduced it, it's a brand new thing. I think yeah. since me, I was Nico's my original guest, and you know, let me well, original co-host. Uh yeah. Nico couldn't make it. Um, but I would say it wasn't that hard of a transition or anything. Like it just kind of it was almost like we just kind of picked back up right where we left off at because we kind of already had yeah. like, you know the um thinking of what we wanted to do like we know what we wanted to do how we wanted to do it and everything we just kind of had to get the time ready so it was a little weird kind of having the old episodes because the dynamic is just mad different because back then we were literally recording in my room bro um we didn't have two mics at the time we just had one mic yeah in the center in the center yeah. of both of us and so if you listen to the old episodes that they're still up you can hear my voice it sounds super far away because I was because you're behind podcasting. the mic. Yeah, I was behind yeah. the mic. I was super new to podcasting, bro. I used to be like late. I used to be laying in my bed and just talking into the mic, thinking that the mic would be able to pick me up and shit. And then I remember I would go back to work and I'm like, yo, man, I try to listen to pod, but I can barely hear your voice. You sound like you're screaming into the mic. So it um I'm thankful for being at like you know, starting back then because there's a lot of things that we we kind of went through like trial and error almost down there. Like I remember. When we do to do like pre-production, it used to take us like maybe an hour just to even get the pod up and going so we can actually record. But now okay. we're able to just open up our laptops and I send them an invite and boom, we're just recording. And then it's just an organic conversation just flows. Yeah, bro. That's how that's how my shit used to be. Like at first, what I did was I would literally turn on the iPhone, like the fucking voice memo and just slap that shit on the middle of the table and we would just talk. <laughs> Like I listened to some of those episodes and it would just be like, you just hear an episode, you just hear like a conversation going on in the room. Yeah. And then when we bought this mic for, for like uh get your man's radio, it would be the same thing. We would just set it up in the middle of the table and have people talk. <laughs> so it's funny because like, you know, there's a front and a back of the mic. So everyone in the front of the mic would be mad clear and shit like that. 
mm-hmm. and then people behind the mic would be distant and shit like that and it'd be like all right man like we trying to we try to figure it out but we just <laughs> we just throw it down so yeah man all the yeah. same shit it's we crazy bro i remember when we used to have guests and we only had one mic we just pretty much be in like a big ass round table down there and i'll be like hell yeah I'll try to throw the mic a little closer to the guest line, man. Let them like <laughs> I'll sacrifice my voice for them. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's the most ghetto shit Yo, ever. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, long way coming, bro. Long way man. coming. We here though. I but got you here, you, exactly. I gotta thank you though, because that day that you let me get on your uh, on the cod and shit, like that kind of gave me like I was really hesitant. I was always kind of talking, like, damn, I want to get the pod going back. I want to get the pod going, but I kind of felt like since I took so much time off, like people back home or whoever was listening wouldn't want to hear from me anymore because yeah. you, know, you take two years off. It's kind of hard. You take two years off and you just pop back up like nothing happened and yep. shit like that. Um, but you kind of gave me like, you know, new motivation. And then you kind of showed me that like, all right, you can kind of do this, even though I didn't really have nothing to promote at the time or even I didn't really have nothing. I just went on and talking. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> hey man, I was, <laughs> I was telling folks, I was like, I was a little hesitant at first because you kept being like, yo, let me let me get on the pod. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I ain't no bitch. Come on the pod. <laughs> and I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there thinking, like, how am I supposed to, like, you know, set this up? How am I supposed to promote this? Because it's like, you know, like you said, you don't really have anything to promote. And I'm like, all right. So, like, I know I know you through Discord, but like, do I really yeah. want to be talking about Discord on my pod? or Do I really want to do that? But I'm like, nah, he he a real dude, man. And, and obviously, you know, you being in the Air Force and Paul, you know, being in the uh, in the Navy and shout out, Paul, man. I, I you know, I wanted to hit him up to be on this episode, but I saw he was getting it in. So oh, Paul, I, I let him Mixie. stay out there. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Mixie boy. <laughs> but like. But, you know, I was like, you know, just just come through and chat because I know you also, you, you, you know, you were talking about getting your pod back up and running. So I figured like this would be a cool introduction to people and, and you know, get you back out there and shit like that. And the shit blew up, bro. Yeah. It's probably like good, bro. one of our like top two or three episodes like ever. <laughs> so I'm like, damn, people really tuned in to just hear hear the homie khalil speak bro you you came through like ish or ice or some shit like that <laughs> you know and that's just funny i was like damn it was people like i didn't even think it was gonna be like listening so i was like damn what i was like where you heard that shit like you actually you fuck with it and then it's like yeah man blah, blah. and i was like well all right i just need to go like if even if i gotta do it myself i just need to people there's obviously i'm not gonna say like i'm super popular or something but like you know there's obviously a somewhat of a fan base that like you know wants to hear me talk or cares mm-hmm. to like you know listen to what i gotta say because it's kind of hard to a podcast is one of those things it's kind of hard to really kind of i would say boom off because at the end of the yeah. day it's just two it's just two niggas or whoever how many people you got on there talking. people talking like yeah. most of the times people are just like bro i want to hear people talk like no i remember when i first originally got into podcasting like oh like what all you do is just sit around and just talk gossip or you just talk sports like yeah now nah, i'm good so yeah but for real though shout out to you man that yes like, sir yes that, sir. That, did, that did wonders bro um and not now we on the network now we on yeah. the cod network you me and nate trying to you know form like voltron and really lift <laughs> each other up um shit man i mean i i've been telling my people that you know 
I got shirts coming and stuff like that. So, you know, we just ordered like a hundred of them. So we're going to, you know, put them up there and, and start sending shit out. But, you know, with that logo that I made, I'm thinking about, man, bro, let's get some, let's get some word shirts printed. Let's yeah, get nah, some dope. Uh, dope. Nathan and Alex shirts printed, you know, yeah. like, you know, so I, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to tell y'all, you know, how to move or what to do, but I'm like, fuck it, bro. Like, Nah, bro, let's, let's go crazy with it. Like, yeah, let's, let's go crazy, let's go, bro. <laughs> um, now that we on the topic, yeah. for the people out there yeah. that might not be that not be on Discord or might not be familiar, can you explain a little bit like what the COD is? Like, what's our you know vision? Like, every just kind of yeah, bro. So like, if if if, uh, if people didn't know, you know, I'm from the COD podcast, and. You know, people always say, what does that mean? What does that mean? And I always tell people, you know, we was playing video games and we kept saying, what are we going to name the pod, the pod, the pod? So like in this video game, we was swimming, right? And it was, you know, it was Fortnite or whatever. But, you know, if, if you play that game, if you know, there's like the swimming mechanic and it, you really look, look like a fish. So, you know, me being a rapper and whatnot, I'm thinking like, oh, COD, like, you know, that's funny. It rhymes with pod. So I started joking around. I'm like, let's just call it the COD. And that shit stuck, you know? So the COD, the COD, the COD, it stuck. People liked it. So we called it the COD podcast. And what we really started thinking about is our conversations just flow like water or like or like a fish in oh, yeah. water type like of thing like and then you know the way that we talk and we converse it's like if if we was gone fishing you know what i mean so think about if you was fishing with the homies and you just you just chilling and you talking so it, it's mad broad it, it, you know it's kind of got a a deep meaning but it kind of you know just was uh it came up organically and things like that so, you know, listening to, you know, Budden, of course, and Charlemagne and, you know, even hearing, you know, them speak about Bill Simmons with I think it's Gimlet or something like that. But all these guys got podcast networks now. Yeah. And even when I was starting off back in the day with uh, Get Your Man's Radio, I heard other people doing podcast networks and stuff like that. So it's kind of funny, like when I really think about it, it's like, OK, like we're all coming up, right? We're all starting off. None of us are really huge or booming or doing crazy numbers, but you know, how funny it is if we just call ourselves a network, like from the outside looking in, someone's going to be like, who do y'all think y'all are? But at the same time, it's probably the best thing to do because we can build each other up. So the little viewing and following that I got, I can say, Hey, check these guys out. They're dope. You know, listen to word on the street, listen to Nathan and Alex, you know, we might go over some of the you know, same issues here and there are topics, but mm-hmm. we all have a different viewpoint. We all come from different places. We're all, you know, kind of in the same age range or generation. But even if you are two years removed or two years younger or something like that, you'll have a whole different viewpoint and, you know, coming from different spots and you know where you work and stuff like that so it's all different right but it's just easy for me to be like yo listen to him listen to him and then for y'all you know listen to him listen to him we all just build each other up little by little so you know that just helps so it's actually something that's very like beneficial for us so that's why i think you know the cod network works exactly exactly and on top of that once they start listening to you 
And then they can hear about the sports pod you got. Yeah, exactly. Everything kind of branch off. Like, yeah. Everything. So is that is that talk your ish or is that a different one? Oh no, nah, yeah, that's talk your ish. We doing okay, that, okay, we, okay. We doing that every Sunday. We drop like kind of towards the end of the week, so more Thursdays and stuff. Pretty good, man. Okay. Uh, me and Trippy been talking about like doing something like forever because we used to have like heated yeah. debates on, debate <laughs> on, on BC. So, yeah. yeah, we kind of we get into the pot and it's kind of getting better and better. But um. I just wanted to explain to Kyle because I think a lot of people, when they hear a network or something, they think that, okay, like you're giving up all your right. Like you're giving up all your Oh, and that's another thing. That's another thing. It ain't no contracts. I ain't make nobody sign anything. Like, like, I, like, not to get too deep into business, but I, you know, me and Paul trademarked the name The Cod, right? But outside of that, it's like, come on, bro. We like, we like two people. Yes. So I, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, tell you to sign over no rights. We didn't trademark word on the street. We didn't, you know, I, there's no rights here. Even, even in like my, my, you know, music circle, the dreamers LLC, like that might be an LLC, but if I'm like working with a producer or if like, you know, one of my homies is rapping and he said he's down with the dreamers and he releases a project. I know a lot of people used to get on my homie. Cause like back in Chicago, like we would, you know, we all hung with the same people and stuff like that. And one time they were like, yo, so Ryan's just making music, making money off all your music. Right. He just owns all your music. I'm like, bro, ain't no masters to be owned. Like at the end of the day, we like, we're not bringing in that much cash. You know, there's yeah. not a lot of like, there's not a lot of eyes on us. So like what I said, I'm still in that area where it's like, it's just beneficial to like, strength in numbers like let me build you up while you help build me up like if anything that's why i keep on saying something like oh yeah nate second in charge or you know even khalil second in charge or something like that that's Mm -hmm. why you know i I bring y'all all all, you know together in like a in a group dm to be like yo what should we do type of thing tell me what should we do what ideas do you think just because it you know it's the cod network it doesn't mean it's necessarily my network it's everybody's network you know yeah. what i mean so i think the only reason i went with that name is just because like all right the cod podcast and we just kept saying the cod network but yeah. other than that it ain't no ownership i'm not making no bread off of anybody people could <laughs> do what they want it ain't nothing bro like people could tell me yo do this and i'll go and do that you know it's nobody's anyone's boss here it's not work you know what i mean exactly like, <laughs> yeah yeah i did actually clear it up for the, like you know clear it up for the people like it ain't no ownership or nothing like that it's just all homies just kind of coming together and trying to yeah it's really it's really a collective if up. you yeah it's really a collective if you if you think about like odd future or something like that i guess over time when they really did sign their deals you know maybe tyler owned the name and shit like that yeah and then and then something like that happened but we're so far removed from that and when and if it if it gets to that point then we can all sit down and we can all break bread and say okay I own this, you own that, but everyone will get their, you know, equity yeah, exactly. in, in the COD network. But like right now, like that's so far from my thoughts. My only thought is how can we get more viewers? And yeah. that's it. 
I like if somebody wants to call it the word network or or the nate <laughs> network we can do that but all i know is it's just a collective that's it it's just a collective we're just trying to build each other up that's about it now nah, it's dope like you know I me mean? when yeah. you approached me with the idea i was like yeah man like of course like i want to cross over that's why i thought it was important that we do an episode that i'm able you know because that was months yeah. ago and like when i got on your podcast and i'm in a kind of a different place and like every mm-hmm. i don't know like i, I feel Back then, I was kind of like a little fresh, you know. What I mean, I was still fresh, even yeah. fresh Hawaii and stuff like that. Like everything was different. Like I'm, yeah. I ain't lie. Like I'm pretty comfortable now. Like I'm, like I'm more yeah. sure of myself. And I'm. Not and really, comfortable. really, the only reason why I think it went the way it did with calling it the COD Network is because I think for a while I was the only one dropping a podcast. At least you know it was yeah. kind of like yo check this out you know i got i got into a habit of self-promoting myself so it was like yo check this out check this out check this out and then when nate you know came into the fold and joined and he was like yo i have a podcast too you know when i had that opportunity i was like yo you know let me let me throw you in announcements and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i think i was really the only one telling them like let me throw you in announcements because i know how it is trying to you know, promote a podcast and try to get people to listen. So then when, you know, the COD had its own server, I said, you know what, bro? Like, come on. I don't want this all about me. And it's funny. Anytime I do get to a level where someone's going to focus on me, I immediately try to shift the light on somebody else. Yeah. So it's like, now that I got a server where people are paying attention, I'm like, yo, Nate, yo, have your own channel, bro. Like you, you run this realm, bro. And then now you're like, yo, I got a pot. I'm like, yo, you get your own channel, bro. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving channel. people channels, bro. Like, exactly, man. Like, I don't want, I don't want it to be some something where everyone's just like, yo, what are you doing today? I'm like, it ain't, it ain't about me, man. Throw yeah, this man. light on somebody else. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So that's I, what really. I, I ain't never got a problem working with good, genuine, honest people. So, you're like, like I said, bro, I, I appreciate that's you. A fact. Sure. I appreciate you for sure, yes, man. Sir. Um, yes, sir. So, I do got a couple topics and stuff that I wanted to get into, Come but before anything, um, I wanted to say just a prayer for DMX, man. I hope the the news right now is looking shaky. I'm not gonna be one of those Twitter yeah. people that jump in like are gonna be like RIP or whatever. I'm praying that he finds the strength and like you know the Lord is able to heal him. I know yeah. he's been through a lot, a lot, lot, a yeah. lot, lot in his life, man. And I just hope that he can find a peace that he deserves because at the end of the day man we all people we all got our demons but we all deserve happiness and just peace man i just want him to be okay like so prayers and out he, to DMX. yeah family. he's a strong dude man i really think he will pull through i know earlier they said that he was off life support and breathing on his own and then i think you had just posted the update of his attorney, uh, his attorney saying he, he he misspoke and that he's still on life support. So, you know, I, I mean, hopefully, like maybe, you know, I want to I want to believe that it actually was real, that he was breathing on his own and then maybe he went back, you know? Yeah. So so, you know, if it's like that, then there's some hope, right? There's some hope that he can pull through again. Um, hopefully it wasn't just a lie the whole time, but you know, let, let's, let's really send those prayers up, bro. Cause yeah, 
Yeah. It's crazy because I remember growing up, bro, DMX was like my dad's favorite rapper. Like he used to have yeah. like he got the body like DMX, he tall like DM like <laughs> yeah. he had like the same build. He used to um yeah. always have like pit bulls and shit like that, like like X. Um, always just playing his CDs and stuff like that. And I was kind of too young, you know. I mean, when X was booming, like I was kind of a little too young yeah. to really understand it. But just being a fan of music, I always went back. I went back to his music, and his music got a lot of raw emotion and just pain, and it says a lot of real shit in there. And yeah, that's you know a mean? fact. All all the prayers. That's yeah, another reason why he got to make it, man. Because like, regardless on what he's going through. And what demons are attacking him and the addiction that he's battling, you know, you know, his head and spirits in the right place because mm-hmm. he's always put God first. He's always had those prayers on each one of his albums like he, you know, he just kind of had, a, you know, a, a rough life. And of course, yeah. you don't escape that. So whatever is still attacking him. You know, he's got struggles like everybody else. Nobody's perfect, but he always put God first. He always had those prayers. So that's another thing that's just like, yo, you know, really pull through. And what I was telling y'all earlier, man, like when he was on Drink Champs, he wasn't just there by himself. And he really did like bring in all his kids during the episode just to like shout them out, point them out. I'm like, man, because, you know, when he had got out of prison that last time and he looked mad skinny, right? over time he actually put some weight back on and i remember it was like damn he looked healthy yeah not he looked fat he looked healthy yeah exactly you know so it was like you know he getting back to a good spot and he had all his kids with him on drink champs so you know just to just to see their face and to see them all grown and really doing well you know i would hate you know for them to be kind of left without his presence you know yeah because that was just like a little while ago so so DMX a good dude, man. Bears up, a, man. It's a room run, bro. Uh, yeah. Man, I don't even know if I can listen to Slipping. That, that song already takes me to, like, a place. Yeah. Now imagine, like, you know, what all this going through, like, it's just it's crazy, bro. You know, we all, I've known family members that deal with addiction. Um, Even reading that story earlier about when he was talking about that he was 15, uh, he was 14, and his mm-hmm. somebody that he deemed a mentor laced the blunt with crack, and he didn't even know what he smoked. And that's what I'm saying. Um, that shit is just crazy because you know, what I mean, a little kid, like you know, just a kid that you just poisoning like that. Yeah, crack is so addictive that you know, what I mean, who knows? Like, I'm not trying to, I'm not going to sit here and blame the mentor and like the reason why DMX is the way that he is today is because of him, but that does have a, a very, very big impact. Yeah, on how you know, like, like actually, the crazy thing stuff. is, <laughs> the crazy thing is, you can kind of say that right mm-hmm. because you know you can grow up in a in a rough area and you can still have you know whatever you know you can still have your whole mindset shaped by that area but you won't have the addiction so yeah. you know to grow up in that area and add a crack addiction that's just a whole nother beast that's a whole nother beast you know there's a lot of people who you say you can take them out the hood but you know, you can't take the hood out of them. Right? right. So that's one thing. That's one thing. But to be taken out of the hood and still have that hood mentality added with a crack addiction, that's another thing. So I think what, you know, the the real thing to say is, you know, can you blame the mentor 
you know, the mentor did give him what he gave him. And that's how DMX got hooked. So, you know, it is what it is. But at the same time, did the mentor know what he was doing? Maybe the mentor got sold some some shit and he got fucked up, too, at the same time. Yeah. You know, maybe 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 he didn't know what was going on. Maybe somebody had rolled him a blunt and sold, you know, sold him a blunt that he didn't know what was in there. And he he trusted it. You know, maybe he's somewhere out there addicted too, or or he passed yeah. away a long time ago. So we really don't know his story and if he did it on purpose. But, you know, he still kind of introduced him to that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just like, you know, is it is it a uh was it what's the intent? What's the intent, mm-hmm. you know? The tent always matters, man. This is just unfortunate, yeah. but yeah, I, I just want to say prayers up, man. Um, too many of our black kings have been taken away from us, man. We don't need yeah. to lose another man. And what's kind of fucked up is in hip hop, you know, in hip hop, like how old is DMX? Like 50 something? Yeah. You know, like it, it's kind of messed up because in hip hop, I feel like that's damn near the age where a lot of people go. Yeah, we don't get to you see know, none of our hip hop legends grow old, really. Exactly. Like like Hove is growing old and and there's a few others out there growing old, but at the same time I feel like every year you hear of like a legend like like say like um one of the guys from the Fat Boys I think passed away recently. Mm-hmm. And he was in his, you know, 50s, maybe late 50s or something like that. So and it's a lot of people out here who are in the hip hop world who who like are passing away early. Like, I don't know if like I mean, hip hop isn't even that old itself. So we still have a way to go to see somebody really grow into their like 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, yeah. 90s. But a lot of times you're seeing people who don't have an addiction, you know, maybe they're just uh, unhealthy or something like that. Mm-hmm. but it's like damn son like people are dropping at like 50 and, and and like you know middle 50s and shit like that in hip-hop who from the outside looking in you're like man they don't really have anything like really attacking them like it's not like somebody shot them it's not like they have this drug addiction they didn't overdose but they still passing away so it, yeah, it's rough out there man it's crazy, man. That's not the news I wanted to wake up to and you exactly know, kind of keep on seeing circle around all day. Prayers, mm-hmm. prayers, prayers, prayers. Yeah. Um, just trying to get on a more of a lighter, uh, on a lighter note. You're a rapper, so um, I kind of had a couple questions that came from the right. that they wanted me to, that they wanted me to ask you. First yes, is a little serious question. George wanted right. to know what's your beard? What's the beard routine, man? Because you know us out okay. here, we a little. Yeah. Hey man. Hey man. So I got this uh Shea Moisture kit, right? So it starts with this beard wash. When I'm in the when I'm in the shower, you know, you get the beard wash. It's just like a shampoo, but for your beard. So you know, you get that going, you lather it up, and then once you wash that out, then you have like a a conditioner or a detangler. So like right now, you know, I cut the beard down low. It's growing back in. But when it was like, you know, out there, out there, that shit gets hard, especially for. I'm trying to look for my pick. Oh, yeah. Especially, especially for, you know, black hair, 
You know, yeah. like I would, I'd be picking this shit out, right? And then it would be like, say, yeah, it gets all curly. And it would be stuck, bro. At least for me, it would be like really stuck. So once I get that detangler, once I really found that, and I went through a lot, like I remember, and what I've been told is it's not the actual Jack Black, but there is some type of like, you know, hair and, and hair care product called Jack Black something. And I, and I worked with that for a little bit. It was cool. But you know, this Shea Moisture, it's got like a detangler and like it, it's like, man, I'm, I'm going, I'm moving. So like I comb that out, wash that out. And then after I get out the shower, then you got this like moisturizer that you spray and, and then you, you know, you rub in and shit like that. So it, it comes with like a balm too, but I mean, we're not about the beard waves over here. So yeah. I ain't, ain't got to <laughs> mat it down and go crazy. <laughs> I've seen but the, the beard, beard wave, bomb, dude, that, yo, that bro, nigga is crazy. <laughs> the beard balm, I looked at it, right? And I still have like two big cases that I've never used. So every time I buy this kit, it just stacks up. I actually opened up the balm and I looked at the balm and it's the same exact shit as the... Uh, What's that? What's the stuff in the orange container that, that's oh, for the actual waves? Yeah. It's uh, literally the same exact component, bro. So, like, that's funny. Whoever, like, I guess that bomb is really for, like, you know, you know, shout out our white brothers, but it's really for, for them, you know, who have the straighter beards and they mm -hmm. can twist it and curl their shit up into whatever they want. It, it, it's something like that. But for me, I'm like, you know, we got this coarse hair and, and you know how Harden's beard looks or like LeBron's beard. I'm like, yeah. you can put the bomb in there, but what are you going to style it to look like? You know, it's really just going to really look like one yeah. shape. Exactly. So, yeah, man, it's nothing too crazy. But look up the Shea Moisture, you know, get the kit. Get out there. You're going to be looking look, good. Yeah. <laughs> look at the kit. Man. I'm sorry. My, my shit just won't. It just gets to this, like this one little phase right here. It just won't. It just stop growing. Like, I don't know, man. Hey, man. Oh, I know man. that's how I used to be when I was in high school. Like, <laughs> freshman, my bad, my bad. Fresh, I'm just saying, freshman, sophomore year, my shit would grow to like a, a like like this, and it would stop. And and like one day, like even my dad was like, you know, don't shave because once you shave, there's no looking back. And and I shaved it, and then it was just, whew, just yeah. fast as hell all the time. So. You know what it is, man. Yeah. I, I don't know what your regimen is. Like you said, you're 25 now, but you never know, man. Just get some good shades. It might just not man. be it for You'll me. Start... That, that, I'm at like that point. I'm like, damn, maybe I'm just never going to grow. Like, this is yeah. it. Like, this. Hey, this, hey but, but at my least dad you got, got a that. full shit, though. Like, my dad yeah. got a full shit. Yeah. Okay. He can, okay. Like, he can grow like wasn't one of them Muslim bears if he wanted to. Mm. Like, so that's why I'm like, bro, what's up yeah. with my shit? Do I, am I, I think I'm going to be like a late bloomer. I think that's yeah. Gonna be. I'm yeah. Like, when I get to my thirties, my shit gonna be all right. Because look, look, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this. Like some of my cousins, right? Like they, they have never been able to really, really grow a beard, right? But like I don't know what they did, but I guess they just didn't shave for a while. So like their beard started to grow out a little bit, started to grow out, and you know they kind of shaved it down, and and now I see them. And it's, and it's not like, it, it, you know, because my shit kind of goes up here. So for them, it's still kind of like how yours is, right? Just the, you know, the little strip, but it's growing out. 
Yeah. So I'm like, damn, like I see them now and I'm like, what did you do? Like, it's like you can't do push ups for it, but it's like <laughs> they did something where they just kind of like let it grow out. They was, you know, training it and doing all that. So yeah, I think I just need to let it know. grow out more and just be patient. Yeah. I'll be shaping it up. Like when I get a haircut, I'm like, all right, man, like yeah. it, it look good because, you know, my shit just start going yeah. crazy everywhere. So it's whatever. We'll get to it. Yeah, um, I see you got the fresh cut now, though. Yeah, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> You've been hitting that barber up on the island. <laughs> he doing they got me right, black man. barbers out there or what? No, I don't see no black barbers. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> hey, hey, At least you much. ain't going to uh to uh what what's it called uh great clips or something like yeah, that. Hell nah, bro. I remember <laughs> when I first got here, I was on Instagram for like hours just scrolling through, like yo, oh. I need to find somebody. Because the first dude I let cut my hair, he kind of fucked me up a little bit. He I could yeah. tell he it's not that he was a bad barber. It's just we got different type of hair. Like you were saying, we got coarse hair. We got like, you know, it's a little, it's a little bit more rough. It ain't like none of the mm-hmm. other hair that you're gonna cut, like white people hair, Asian people hair, Spanish, yada yada. Like it just it's different. So it was more so the haircut was good, but you can kind of tell he never really cut like black people hair before. So yeah, it wasn't to my standards on what I like on where I really needed it. So but this dude, he's actually like, you know, pretty nice and stuff. Um, and you know, it's a different way in how you talk, bro. Cause I told the story, right. Cause like I walked in, I walked into a barber shop where like, all right. So I used to go to this barber that had like a black barber a Hispanic and a white guy, just three people. Yeah. And like, I, I used to get cut by the Hispanic dude and you know, he knew how to cut my hair and everything. But one day, like, I think their shop like moved to a different room. Cause it was on the first, it was on the, like the first floor of this hotel the congress hotel in chicago so like they moved to like a different room or we're doing something and i didn't know so i'm looking all around i'm like where they at but i see like on that same like block or something i think it was in the hotel too they had the white dude from the barber shop and he was cutting at a new spot and i guess that was their new spot right but right. the black dude and the hispanic dude weren't there so it was like <laughs> like three or four white barbers in there. So I just walk in and because it's a familiar familiar face and he used to cut with these guys, I was I just sat down and I'm like, yo, what's good? Let me get a cut. So he was like, What you want? And I was like, you know, low all around, let me get a fade. He was like, all right, what number? That shit stumped oh, yeah, me. I was shit. like, what like... do you mean, number? <laughs> so like I was sitting there and I was like, I was I was thinking like a one might be like what I got right now, like kind of like a Caesar. So I told him like, let me get a point five or something. Oh damn! I, I was bald, bro. I was <laughs> bald. I was like, fam, I'm I'm dying. I was bald everywhere. I was like, holy that shit! That happened to me before so. high school, before bro. <laughs> no, my shit was so yeah. bad. My teacher, um, so I I I came to school with a beanie on. Cause I already knew, I already yeah. knew, the, I already knew what the homies was gonna do. They was gonna clown, cause my shit was mm-hmm. low, low, like, like legit, almost bald. So I, I, I remember it was like fourth period. I go to my Spanish teacher. I'm like, please, Miss Norshaw, please. I'm begging her. I'm like, please, don't let me take off this beanie. And then she's like, she's like, why? She's like, you gotta tell me why. And I'm like, my hair is bad. And she's like, let me see. So I show her. I like lift it up a little bit. And then all my homies in the back just laughing and shit. And then she's like, yeah. she's like, nah, don't worry. She's like, you can keep it on. I was like, thank you. My shit was so bald. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, man. Uh, uh, 
But yeah, man, let's get into the music. So Rem yes, wanted sir. me to ask you. He wanted to okay. know what's your um. So what's your song making process? Do you freestyle until something fire comes out, or are you still yeah. doing the old school way, pen in the pad? How how do you create your music? It's a mixture of both. I think y'all might have heard me today. Oh yeah, you spin. <laughs> I thought, look, bro. I thought I thought I muted myself, but I just I just muted the page. And what I really do is I just keep the beat on loop, right? So like, I guess it's the same process because everybody who says they don't write, they really just, you know, spit. And then they just kind of like remember what they said. And then they might be like, okay, what's, what am I going to say next? What am I going to say next? But what I do is I just write it down. So instead of me really sitting there pen to pad, you know, I just take out my phone and, you know, if I come up with a few bars, I'll write them down. So instead of me just like keeping them up here, I write down those bars. But, you know, I'll, I'll play the beat again and then I'll start spitting those bars and then I'll keep trying to spit as much as I can go. Mm-hmm. And then if I like what I spit, I keep writing that down. So that's kind of what y'all heard me do. Like I kept, I kept spitting the same thing. I kept spitting the same thing. Yeah, okay. Then I'd be like, okay, this might not work. This is, this is not flowing. Let me switch this up. Let me switch that up. So instead of me just like really sitting there and, and like just being stuck on one bar, I literally just keep on playing the song. And every time I get to the spot where I'm supposed to rap, then I'll rap. And then, and then I'll say something else. I'll be like, okay, that flowed really well. Or that flowed really well. So it's literally like, just like a step-by-step freestyle but you know I'm, I'm trying to get something that sounds the most natural that sounds the most organic i'm not i'm not really trying to be like i gotta go for this or i gotta say this or i have to say this like i try to stay in topic but you know i try to let it flow so like i, I won't keep the pad in front of me once i'm like rapping like i'll, yeah. I'll rap this shit and then when it when like when the rhymes like run out i try to keep on going and then if it sounds good, I'll just write it down. So I'm like, all right, like that. That's kind of where I'm at right now with it. Okay, but nice. you know, yeah. how long? So how long you been making music for, or just rapping in general? I'll say since since uh, high school, but like, what really was it was in middle school, right? Because like I don't I don't know what it was like at, at some point like I'll I'll take it back you know just because it's a, it's a cool story, but like elementary school right so like I remember asking this kid like what he wanted to do in life like I don't know why I'm in elementary school asking this but I asked the kid like what what, what he wanted to do when he grew up you know and he said he wanted to be a director a movie director and I was like why and he's like because they make a lot of money. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I started, I started looking into it and immediately I could already tell where I was going immediately. I looked up everything. I was like, okay, I can buy this camera. I can do this. I can do that. I can do this. And then like a little bit later, I was like, uh, let me think about being an actor or some shit. That might be a little easier. Mm-hmm. So, you know, immediately I started looking up, like I started looking up uh, auditions and shit like that in like middle school or some shit i started looking up shit and then i'm like uh you know what i mean i just i just keep saying i don't know so for some reason i started thinking of like you know after going through a lot of shit 
so like i don't know like at one point i thought like a, a video game producer or some shit like that and immediately i start looking up like ea sports where their offices are located I things know. like that i was always just like you know focused on the process so at some point i was like let me be a music producer because i had a i had a uh i had a keyboard in the crib and i was in band and shit like that and i'm tapping shit out and the keyboard had like you know drum patterns and shit like that and the drum patterns are going and i'm trying to you know play some keys to it and after a while i was like man like how am i supposed to really come up with something like this is already a pre-made drum pattern like I can't record this and shit like that. So like I said, like I'm just going through everything and I don't know when I really landed on it, but I remember in middle school really like, like being at my homie's crib and standing up and having an epiphany, just being like, I'm gonna be a rapper. I'm gonna and I just figured, I figured like, look, man, like there's people who, who they got the best bars, they can say this and that and how hard is it really? Cause like, I feel like I can say something ill and all I got to do is take time to like, really like think about what I got to say. I can listen to a beat. I know it's hot. Like, let me just spit something. And even though it's a lot of work, it's fun, right? Because you can listen to music all day. And this is how I was thinking back then. I was like, you can listen to music all day. You can chill with the honeys and life is a party. Yeah. So regardless, it is a lot of work, but like you're going to be in the studio, you're going to have ladies around and like you're going to be the man. Yeah. So like that was kind of my motivation at first. And I was like, I'm going to be a rapper. And they were like, all right, cool, do that. And something in me just told me stick with it this time. Don't give it up. And like I was at school and my friends kind of wanted to be rappers, too. So we was sitting down and we was like, yo, what's the uh, guidebook? You know, how are we going to, you know, do this shit? So we really sat down and wrote, uh, um, like we wrote like a rule book or some shit. And it had like two or three rules. But the number one rule is like, just be true. Be true. Like mm -hmm. everything you write got to be true. So like it was me, another black kid and this Asian kid. And we would just be freestyling and shit, listening to like three, six mafia. It was hilarious. So like they kind of fell off with it, but I kept, you know, I kept sticking to it and I would always just write a verse first to no beat. I would just write. And like, I was really into like Nas, Wu-Tang, Hove, Pac, Big and shit like that. So like I was onto all the backpack shit. I was the kid being like, man, fuck the South. Like that ain't no uh, real music. Exactly. I was the East Coast head hard as hell. But like, you know, I was just writing it like no beating shit like that. I'm, I'm, you know, going to the library before, you know, before the Internet, you know, I'd go to the library and just check out a CD and shit like that and just like burn it to the computer and and run it back and forth. But when I was in high school. I don't know if it was junior or senior year, because like this whole time I'm just rapping, right? It ain't no recording. It ain't no songs. I'm just rapping. Like might, might freestyle at lunch and shit like that. But when I was in, you know, junior, senior year, they had something for the school paper. And it was like, you know, give us a demo and we'll do a story on you. I said, oh, shit, I need a demo. So like I took a karaoke revolution mic that I had on PS2. 
and I plugged that shit into the computer. And I remember, you know, sneaking downstairs when everyone was asleep and I, and I snuck to the computer and I, I, I had like thrown a beat on and I turned on audacity and I was like, yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? Like I'm trying to rap where no one can hear me. Yeah. So like I'm mad breathy and whispering on the mic and bro, I'm telling you how I'm thinking. Right. Cause like, to me, I'm like, Oh, this shit is hard because I know what I'm saying. But I didn't really realize, like, okay, I know what I'm saying, but at the same time, I'm whispering, I'm breathy, like, this is not necessarily the best listening experience. It didn't matter, bro, because I'm just thinking, you know, 10 steps ahead of where I really should have been thinking. So I, I you know, I, uh, what's it called? I printed up like 100 CDs of this demo, and I turned in my demo. And then I walked around school all day, passing out the rest of the copies. And, you know, I had, a you know, like a widow's peak, right? Now you said one of those kids too. called me blade. Kids called me blade. Bro. I like I sat around. Right. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be so ill. I'm going to flip this on them. My rap name is blade. Like, y'all think y'all making fun of me, but I'm going to flip it on you. So, like, I passed it out, and I heard people, like, bumping it in their car and being like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm telling you, I saw somebody fling the CD out of their car after they was driving home. That shit would have killed So, like, yeah, bro, like, a lot of people would have quit, but I was like, I know what I said, so I know what it should sound like, even though, like, yeah, like I'm recording. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have the best experience because, like, like I said, I'm whispering on the mic. I don't have any type of like mastering or anything like that. And people was like, "Man, your beat all, your voice all over the beat, bro. Like, what the fuck is this?" Like, people was going in on me, but I still got the story right because there was probably only like two rappers, two or three rappers in the whole school. So I still got the story. They wrote a whole middle section page on me and shit. And then, like, maybe, like, a month or two later, we had, like, like a, a talent show or some shit like that. So I ran into the other people they wrote a story about, and we ended up forming a group. So we formed this group, and I asked my mom to buy me a mic for my birthday, and I just got the mic. I didn't have a stand or anything. So we would go to my homie's crib, hang the mic from their ceiling. And then just start rapping. And from there, we actually started like mastering the tracks, mixing them well, sold that shit on iTunes, made some cash, you know, got real CDs printed up. So like I just started going yeah, up, like, and up and up and shit like that. Expenses. And my first my first time actually before I bought my own mic, I had recorded with this group <laughs> called T2D. I actually was part of that called True to Death. And like, these were some hood ass dudes, even though it was like in the burbs. So my first track I ever rapped on was called Honor Among Hustlers. And hearing my voice for the first time was kind of wild, but I was like, oh shit, it's mastered, it's mixed. And like, they were spitting all this hood ass shit, super gangster shit. And I like had the third verse and I rapped some shit about like, you gotta live right, do this, do that. like. (laughs) It was it was funny as hell. Like I tried to still sound G, but I tried to be like I tried to like speak like an OG telling you like, you know, I did this and I did that. So I was still trying to keep my integrity. 
But when I actually did click up with my actual friends and we made a group, you know, that was like senior year. And then by the time I got to college, then I was in Chicago, Chicago, for real. Yeah, man, I started actually like finding studios and, you know, going to shows and stuff like that. So it was just gradual, man. It was it was gradual. But that's, that's the long that's the long form story. <laughs> that's good, though. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Background and shit. Um, shit. Your rapping experience is way better than mine. I'm obviously Thanks. everybody has tried to rap before. I don't care what you say. If you say exactly. you it, you're a fucking liar. Um, exactly. I remember when I was a, when I was a kid, like I used to have my little composition notebook. I used to I used to just get on YouTube and I would just find it wouldn't be um yeah, that was like before the type beats came out. So you just pretty much like whatever was a pop-in instrumental was exactly. Um, yeah, I would just go on YouTube and then I was just kind of like try to write to it and stuff. But the thing is, when I was writing, I felt like if I were to read the right, like if I were to read the raps, like they actually sounded all right. But I never actually tried to rap. Like I never tried to see like yeah. what it was like or nothing like that, try to find my sound. So I'll just be writing shit and then I don't know. Um when I got older, I remember like high school or maybe even like a couple of years ago. Like, I actually tried to, like, get in the booth and, like, try to spit. And I just, the flow, like, I don't know. I couldn't really catch the pocket and all that okay, shit. I was like, yeah. I just wasn't, I just wasn't feeling it. And Hey, bro, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That same thing about the flow, right? Yeah. I would, I would, like, like I told you, I would write before the beat back in the day, right? I would just write. And, like, when a beat would come on, I would just read my raps and try to fit it to that beat. And I remember my homies would be like, yo, so do you write before the beat or after the beat? And I'd be like, either or, or, like I used to do that. But now what I try to do is like write when I hear the beat. And he would tell me, he was like, yeah, I write when I hear the beat. So like, you know, my one homie was like, yo, every time you spit on this beat, because, you know, sometimes you would do takes, right? And I, I, he was like, yo, every time you spit on this beat, it's a different flow. And I'm like, well, I'm feeling it different. I mean, I'm, I'm not coming with a predetermined flow. And he'd be like, all right, man. And like, he never really told me anything. So like, we was just, you know, we was just recording how we was recording. But like one time he told me his dad was like, yo, that he didn't say nigga, but he was like, yo, that dude got no flow. And I remember thinking like, what? Yeah. Like your, your, your dad said, I got no flow, but I'm spitting, listen to what I'm saying. So after he said that, I literally just focused on the flow. Not that like I like, you know, I, I didn't like throw away the lyrics, but I literally like paid attention to the flow. So I'm like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So like I would think of what to say and I'd literally just attack the flow all the time. To now that's probably like something that people will say first and foremost. So that, that shit is real, bro. Not everybody... Yeah. It's just born with a flow. Like, you know, you could have still done it if you stuck yeah, with nah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I would have just kind of kept on tapping yeah. in, but I was like, you know what? Like, I don't really care. Because it was more so event type thing. Like, I didn't really want to make music. Like, I love music. Yeah. I love hip-hop. But it was more so, say, if, like, I was going through some shit, I would try to make, like, a little poetry type thing. But then it was just like, this is kind of like more so, like, rap than, po than actual, like, a poem or poetry. So I was just kind of spit. Like, I'll just spit when I'm yeah. doing and then it happened to rhyme. But I was like, nah, I can't really rap this shit. And especially, like, with me, I listen to, like, a lot of J. Cole or just a lot of yep. music that's, like, kind of deep over, like, soul samples and stuff like that. I'm like, nah, you know, 
the way music is right now, I can't really try to like market and try to really put that out. Like I'm not really <laughs> that passionate about music. So I was like, nah. Hey man, I know you got a Blackberry with the side scroll somewhere. So just, you know, just you know, sell that and sell that to somebody. And I'm sure they can come up with hey, some shit. I think I could ghostwrite some shit for somebody though. Come on, man, son. My shit, my shit, my shit's all right. Come oh. on, bro. We we gonna we gonna uplift somebody from the court or some shit. Right. Let's 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 find somebody. <laughs> now that we on yeah. it, um, I know you've been working on an album. What's up? Uh, yeah. Can you give us any updates? Any spoilers for any listeners? All right, all right, all right. So like, yeah, man. We we trying to we trying to really release this uh care pack three, the the third installment in this care pack series, um. If people didn't know, Care Pack is like what I've been dropping during this whole pandemic experience. Just to let people know, you know, they're not alone. I'm still here. Here's some music to like hold you over because I'm experiencing this with you, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, Care Pack 1, shout out to Jim. It was produced by Jim. So all yeah, these I'm projects. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, no nah, all these projects all these projects i'm gonna keep going all these projects are um what's it called uh you know rap by me of course but produced by one producer so i've been doing you know these five track eps with one producer so shout out jim he was on the first one um dead legs actually and that one you know was a mainstream sound and i you know i kind of just got jiggy on it um i think i had a track called stimulus check but it didn't necessarily have to do a stimulus check so i was just rapping about getting money and stuff like that so you know i was trying to incorporate a little bit of what's going on into that project care pack two you know shout out the homie cook up cam that was produced by him another five track ep like i said with one producer but it was mad like kind of like cloud rap aesthetics you know what i mean so it was it was mad like when i when i say like mainstream and jiggy for for you know gems this one was kind of jiggy too but it was like it was kind of like say like an ace if you think of asap you know it was kind of like yeah. that so it was kind of like all right man like this is kind of like cloud rap something you can sit back and chief to now this care pack three Shout out the homie Mahi. Everybody knows who Mahi is shout if you're Mahi. in the cord. If you're in the cord. But yeah, man, shout out Mahi. Um, he goes by Noza for his uh actual producer name. Um, but yeah, man, we started out with five tracks. And you know, I added a sixth track, and I was like, all right, cool. Like, this is real like boom bap shit. So I want to come like because like I told you, bro, that's what I came up off of, you know, real boom East bash. Coast flavor, you know, boom bap. Like, and like I won't say it's actually like boom bap, like some old shit, but like if you think about like you know, Griselda and, and shit like that now, and, and Mac Hami and Nick Craven and all those, you know, people in that type of realm, this is kind of what mahi does you know people yeah. i know george calls him mahi lib and and uh you know i say he sounds like dilla sometimes and shit like that but like you got to come correct when you hear those beats right so i'm spitting some like hard verses yeah, i'm trying to, to be intricate with it exactly exactly so like you know he sends me some more beats 
And I'm like, all right, let me rap on it. Let me keep rapping. Let me keep rapping. So like I rap on like six tracks. I'm like, all right. He sends me some more beats. And I'm like, all right. So he and I'm like, this is what I got so far. And he was like, well, with all the instrumentals that I sent you, do you think we should just like have a B side? So, you know, you have your raps and you have your instrumentals. So I'm like, all right, let's let's make this 10 tracks. It's actually 11 tracks now. So now I'm like, damn, this is a full LP. This ain't just the EP. So, you know, I'm talking to Preem and he was like, you know, do you still want to call it Care Pack? So, you know, on the cover, I'll still have it say CP3 somewhere just so people know it's actually still in the series. But like, I think I told y'all the name. I'm not going to reveal it now. Yeah. But like, I'm going to name it something just to like distinguish it. Like, this is like, a full project you know part three is actually a bigger thing just than just a five track but like i said you know it's not just tracks that i'm throwing together um these are actual tracks about the experiences of you know the pandemic and it's not going to be so heavy where it's like oh that sounds corny the pandemic (laughs) but it's like you know i lost my grandpa i lost my grandma so it's like i'm rapping about that you know, I'm rapping about damn near wearing a shield because there was there was a time like, you know, my sister, she's studying to be a doctor and she was telling us wear a shield. And like, it didn't matter if I felt like I was looking goofy walking into the store. I was like, I'm gonna listen to you. You know what you're talking yeah. about. So <laughs> so I'm, I'm wearing a shield and two shield masks man. and stuff like that. Exactly. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm rapping about doing that. There's a there's a whole song where I rap about getting fresh just to go to the grocery store like i'm i'm rocking the latest ones i'm talking about the high tops the mids is buns you know what i mean so it's a lot of that bro and then i'm trying to rap about like getting out of that shit you know what i mean like what what's going forward i ain't rap about the vaccine because i ain't get it yet but i do have my appointment (laughs) all right right, shout out vax gang but yeah bro i just i just feel like i I paid more attention to like the thoughts and feelings that everybody has gone through during this time so instead of just giving people music to hold them over i'm giving them music to be like this is what we both been going through so you're going to feel this you know what i mean like it's some real shit exactly Um, do we got a release date that we can expect this coming out on yeah man 420 (laughs) okay okay yes sir yes i like it yes sir i don't you know it don't it don't matter if you if you uh if you smoke or not it's really just the marketing uh ploy you know it's a a big holiday drop a rap album on that holiday so you know you you have people who are gonna achieve and, and listen to it and dissect it you're going to have people who are straight edge and are going to still listen to it and dissect it. It's just, it's just one of those days that a lot of people are going to be paying attention to, to what goes on in the world, regardless of what they're doing. So, you know, yeah, it's okay. something like that. Yeah. So I'm excited. Before I was going to try to drop it, my bad. Before I was going to try to drop it on uh, March 30th, just because of how the date looked. Oh, three 30. Mm-hmm. You know, I always do shit like that. I always do shit like that. I try to, I try to like have the date look a certain way and shit like that. But yeah, man, it's going to be dope, man. Like y'all going to get the first, first listen. All right, man. I'm excited to hear that. Yeah. Um, Come on. Come on. Before we get out of here, of course, 
I got a little chatty patty shit that I wanted that I just wanted to discuss. Right. Uh it's crazy because just last week me and Nico were talking about the Quavo and Sweetie breakup. And all right, all right. I'm cool and talk about that. I thought it could have <laughs> been anything. So it you know, been so, anything. so you know, <laughs> so you know the video came out. We discussed it. What's your takes? What's the like? What? All right. uh, so I don't know if this is real. I don't know if this is real, but what I heard was that um, I heard that that video that we saw was actually cut down. My video getting mad blurry. I don't know what's going on. But uh, nah, I, I heard that that video was actually cut down. Um, I believe it. I heard that the actual I heard the actual video got released, right? And the actual video actually shows Sweetie hitting him, like connecting with a hit. So I don't know. But from what we saw, right? Sweetie, you know, tries to throw a punch. Yeah. And he dodges it. And then she's running to grab this case that is, I guess, called a Call of Duty case. Yeah, it's like a Call of Duty bundle shit. I don't know. Yeah, so she she tries to grab it. I don't know what she wants with the Call of Duty case. I don't know if it's her that's what, case. That's where the bandos. That's where the bandos is at. That's what it looked like. Wait, Quavo's fighting over that bitch. So, it wasn't just a PlayStation yeah. there. I promise you, bro. <laughs> so so she rushes. She rushes to get that shit, and then he's like, "Hell nah!" And he grabs that shit right. So he grabs it from her, and then they like kind of go into the elevator and the thing is he doesn't hit her yeah he doesn't abuse her you know he just kind of grabs the case and if you see it he's grabbing the case and he kind of pushes back so when he pushes back maybe he pushed her hard but like he pushed her back and she kind of fell back into the elevator so when she fell back into the elevator then she kind of like Sat, sat down on the floor so like maybe maybe she fell into the railing on the on in the elevator and hurt herself and that's why she was sitting for that long time and he just kind of looks at her like he shouldn't have been playing around yeah so you know he's just kind of standing there and then the you know the elevator opens and you got someone looking at them which it looks like a crazy situation right there's a girl sitting on the floor she's probably sulking or sobbing and he's just standing up there but from the video that we saw, he didn't hit her. You know, he grabbed the case and he pushed her back. And it wasn't even like a, a full push, like arm on the chest shove, yeah. right? He kind of like, he kind of just pushed his elbow into her and said, yo, move back. Yeah. And like I said, he could have pushed her hard and that's why she fell. So is it an unfortunate situation? Yeah, you don't ever want to see an altercation like that happen. But at the same time, I can't really go in on Quavo because he didn't necessarily yeah, he didn't. hit her. I mean, he didn't hit he her. Didn't abuse, like, yeah. He didn't abuse her. We've seen videos where it was way worse than this. And mm-hmm. by no means am I like a domestic abuse um defender. Exactly. Because like I'm, like, try, I'm trying I'm trying to say it. I'm trying to yeah. say it nice. 
I'll I'm trying to, I'm trying to say it real like calm and nice right now because I don't want people to be like, oh, he just sticking up for the man. Yeah. Look, bro, like it's just a bad situation all around because, you know, as a dude, you don't want to be caught in that because it just looks bad. Right. Exactly. So it's like exactly. You don't want to be in that. But the thing that you can say is he didn't put hands on her. He grabbed that case and kind of just said, yo, move back. And now us as dudes, we got to know our strength. So that's what I'm saying. How hard did she hit herself on the elevator side? You know, that's probably what you got to think about. But at the same time, like he ain't even, you know, put his hand on her and pushed back like that. I feel like they were more so tussling over the case. And, you know, I mean, he's like trying to get the case out of her possession. And he's probably like using all his force and then his force onto her makes her go like, kind of like you know fling over there it's not like he threw her like he literally grabbed her and like threw her like yo get the fuck out of here it wasn't like that mm-hmm. um my thing is with these clips it's so easy to dissect it and kind of like you know make your little think pieces and shit like that i need to see the full clip i need to know why they were arguing that's what i'm saying the full clip they said that she actually connected so yeah i need to see that full is anyone clip. gonna say anything to her i need to, you know I need to know one. I need to know what was in that briefcase too, in that Kate, that Call of Duty mm-hmm. case, and I need mm-hmm. to know who that case belonged to. Like, how did I know that she yep. was trying to run off with Quavo shit? And my thinking is, I don't think it was just a fucking PlayStation bundle or some shit in there. I don't think it was that. Had to be some there. shit in there. Like, had to be some yeah. cash or something. It's it's crazy. Oh, um, stash, some jewels. Do you, you know have something. you seen the um rumors about Migos and Justin LeBoy getting into altercation over sweet like the whole sweetie interview? I did. You, I seen that. I seen that? that. I seen that. And the first you thing I thought calls. was, how come nobody beat up uh the first thing I thought about was how come nobody beat up academics yet? <laughs> academics don't come outside though. That's come different. on, bro. Academics don't come outside. That's that's true. That's true. <laughs> They caught him somewhere. They caught him somewhere. Yeah. But it's like, damn, cause like, I remember watching the Sweetie interview on Respectfully Justin when it dropped. Like, you you know, I turned on my... Do uh, think he violated any lines when you were watching? This is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say. Like, I turned on my YouTube and I seen the shit premiering now, right? And I clicked on it. So like, I kind of clicked right at the moment where they asked her that wild question. But at the same time, like it was probably like a few questions before then is when I really like got on there and like, all right, like if you've seen that shit, it's basically like lip service with men instead of Angela E. So all they're doing is asking their, you know, guests about, you know, sex and what they do and and their life and their sex capades and shit like that. So it's like. They're asking Sweetie, like, and I didn't know she, you know, was broken up or anything. She's saying stuff about Quavo being good. She's saying stuff about she wants to be with a cultured man. She wants to be with this. She wants to be with that. So it was a very tame conversation. And I thought she was talking about Quavo. And then they bring up the threesome question. And look, a lot of girls don't like that conversation because they don't want to do it. 
Like, I don't know if you've ever brought that up to your girl, but when I brought that shit up to a girl I was talking to, yeah, she kind of laughed. Yeah, she laughed and brushed me off, and she kind of said the same shit. She was like, and I, you know, she was like, Oh, well, would you want to do that with another guy, huh? And I was like, No. And then she goes, like, well, see, that's their that's their that's their exactly that's their whole like MO when you ask them that question, they want to flip it back on you. So it's kind of like you know, they ask Saweetie the question and then she laughs and says, okay, well, since Quavo's been such a good dude, or I don't even think she said his name, but she said, since he's been such a good dude, I'll let him be the one to pick the nigga out. So that right there, I was like, okay, so basically she's saying she would never do it because that's not going to happen. Yeah. Now, if you're really sensitive the way that she said it and built up to it, maybe you can take offense because she said, because he's been such a good dude and you're thinking she's talking about Quavo, right? So she's putting Quavo in the situation. I'll let him pick the nigga out. So, you know, there's a lot of people who aren't really, I'm not going to say smart, but they're not thinking in the way of, oh, she's just trying to be funny. They're probably like, damn, she really just violated Quavo. She said he can pick the nigga out. Yeah. So to me, I was watching it. I was like, uh, I, I, I don't really care. I'm not taking it like that. But you know how this age is, right? So he could have had a million people hitting his phone like, you serious, dog? You picking the niggas out? What you doing, cuz? Huh? What? So when I heard they was breaking up, I was like, hell nah. Quavo not that insecure. He should just laugh it off. Yeah. But they only um, broke up and then i guess we found out they've been having troubles for a minute so i think the thing with justin the is though he got to be careful with that platform because he is like you know he posts a lot of memes he's kind of like academics but more in a funny more positive way but yeah he was posting a lot of memes about quavo and sweetie breaking up and he did go up on a couple of platforms because he's promoting his show he went on the breakfast and club, he did and he that he did to- that after he did that after their interview. He wasn't yeah. doing that before. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So it's kind of like I can see Quavo taking offense and be like, all right, this nigga's mocking me now. All right. You yeah. said you said like you're mock, like, all right, we broke up. You know that we broke up. And then now you're doing interviews about it. Now you're posting memes about it. All right. If I see you, we're gonna have to have the conversation about it. So yeah. I think that's kind of kind of where it went. And you know, what I mean, we don't want to see violence and shit. And it's jokes at the end of the day, like you know, they don't got to come down to that. But I guess let me ask you, bro, if you were Quavo, what are you doing? I ain't gonna lie, Justin. And you got run. It. I, I got a problem. The boy in the club. What are you doing? I got a problem with him. I'm not gonna lie. I got a hands and feet. Yeah, yeah, hands and feet. <laughs> I see Justin LeBoy in the club. Feet. And, nah, it's not gonna be friendly. So one, okay. I'm already so one. You've been kind of like highlighting and spotlighting my breakup, and then now two, you getting yeah. extra cloud off my breakup now too, and three, I feel like and you're this is another thing I it. heard of. Yeah. So yeah, I was gonna deep. say this is another thing I heard about Leboy is that all of his memes and all of his posts that he puts up are usually like something that's going to be in the girl's favor. Not yeah, that yeah. it should be a battle of the sexes, but everything that he posts is like, yo. If he's not buying you a Birkin, don't be, you know, don't waste yeah. your time. Or if he's not like he he posts a lot of stuff that makes it hard for the dude. 
Yeah. Um, in the relation. Well, I didn't know who he was when I just like came across his Instagram because people on my shit was like always reposting him. So I looked on his page and I thought it was a girl because the way that is posted, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why would a dude say this? It's like, oh, yeah. um, it's just a lot of girls, like a lot of like girl kind of like funny, funny shit. I'm like that a girl. Shit, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, why is it? And I was like, oh, is a dude behind this? This is weird. But I mean, when you're in that kind of business and you're posting that kind of content, you kind of got to you got to deal with the consequences that what you post and what you say. And I think that's kind of one of those. See, it's unfortunate. We don't want to see nobody get hurt. We don't want to see no problems. I don't advocate violence. I'm no. How do you think you're going to move? How you think he's gonna move now? Cause I mean, he did drop another episode with Boozy. That was probably recorded like right after the uh the Sweetie one. So that's probably not like the newest episode after he got whooped, you know. So it's he like probably how's he gonna move? Is he gonna I, like pick his guests or is he gonna be pick I think his questions better? If I was him, I would move the same, just give me some security. <laughs> yeah, Shit, yeah, yeah. employs you, you better get some top-notch security though. Cause yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure if academics left the crib, he would probably have like top-notch security. Like, you're not about to just run into academics and go touch him. Like, yeah. Why do you think he's so comfortable with all the shit he posts and all the shit he says? It's because he knows that you don't you don't move you don't move that way knowing that like without knowing that you're super protected and that nobody's gonna harm you. Like you're not, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. You just kind of got to, you know, you got to move. I know he's new to this. He's new to the industry and stuff like that. But all these dudes mm-hmm. are sensitive. Artists are sensitive. And when you playing with their name and if they feel slighted in any type of way, this is what you're going to get. Exactly. Hey, man, I, hope, I hope he's all right. I, I like that. I like those yeah. memes. I don't follow him, but I like seeing him. On the <laughs> this, is, this is a funny, man. Shout out, little boy. Shout out, little boy, feet. man. Hands and feet. feet, hands and feet. <laughs> that's the funny shit. Back. That's just shit the funny. <laughs> that's the funniest shit in 2021, bro. Hands Holy and feet when I say niggas. God damn. Now I oh, feel my I was like, yo, I'm not gonna say nigga on this podcast, but I definitely failed. It's all right. We gonna hey man, you, you said it, you said it way less. You said yeah, it way less. I did though. say it way less. It's bro. like a nicotine patch. Yeah, <laughs> a nicotine patch. Nicotine, <laughs> nigga, and like are two things I'm trying to like cut out because that's, like, that's a fact. That's a fact. The, the like, 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 yeah, like, 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 mm-hmm. like, like, like. <laughs> that's one. You know, Obama is a good speaker, right? And like, see, I just said like, Obama is a good, yeah, Obama is a good speaker. And the one thing that I, you know, have have peeped about him is that he doesn't say like or uh. You know, he will just take a pause. That's why he won't do. say like or uh, and he takes a pause. And that makes the most like difference in the world. That's how you can tell he's really a great speaker. He'll be like, see, and instead of saying like, he'll just, he'll just take that pause. And then he'll keep speaking. And it just makes him sound so much more, you know, professional, calm, cool, and collected. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, when you say like or um, those are more so you're you're kind of talking more faster than your brain can kind of really process. So your thought fillers. Keep up, you know what I mean? So to keep up, you're gonna say like, and then that gives you maybe three seconds or so, and then you can kind of catch up and say what you wanted to say. So those pauses, you kind of could just stop, think think about it, and then 
you don't have to say like, and it sounds a lot better. You know, it sounds a lot better. I think this is something um, when I was recording, when I first started the podcast, I used to just re- post it and never listen to it again. Like, I didn't know what the fuck I said. I didn't know anything unless somebody texted me yeah. like, you know, why you say this? Yo, you was bugging when you said this. And <laughs> but now when I'm posting it, because I'm editing the videos now, I'm editing the audio now. I'm the one you listening to it. And so I'm listening about it. I'm like, damn, I just said like and five times. A million in times. Last yeah, I sound what the crazy. wrong with me, bro? Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's I be, bro. I, when I when I first started doing the podcast shit, like, look, now nowadays, I try not to edit too much stuff out because listening to other podcasts, I'll be like, yo, this sounds really good to listen to because they're not necessarily editing everything out and and it's easier to do that when i guess you have video because it's gonna look crazy if you just keep chopping your video up like a normally like youtuber um but you know when when i was actually like doing the podcast back in like 2016 17 i would listen to the stuff and i would try to cut out dead space so like everything just seemed like it was like coming quick and fast after one another mm-hmm. and then i would try to cut out likes and us and this and that and i was like this is a long editing process bro like and then sometimes i'm like this don't even sound natural so like it's a lot when you really start thinking about it like and you'll you'll start to like really focus on your own speech but it helps you bro because when you focus you become more aware and more cognizant and you're like let me let me cut that shit out let me yeah, we really focus. And it's not even yeah. just for podcasts. It's even better for, for professional environments. Even when mm-hmm. you're at work, you're talking to somebody higher up, or you don't know I mean you're talking to your boss, you're talking to your supervisor. You don't want to sound unprofessional. Like, like, like. Sound, yeah, yeah, like, like, like. Because at the same time, <laughs> they're like, yo, Khalil, are you nervous? Like, it's just me. <laughs> Why you keep saying like so much? Why you seem so fluttered? Like, yeah. Bro, I'm not nervous. It's just, I'm just talking. I'm just talking too fast. And you I'm know, a slow talker. I, I gotta chill. I don't know if you uh I don't know if you came up with this uh type of stigma, but I, I feel like when I was a kid, they would always have like the valley girls saying, like, like, uh, like, like. So like, see like how I just said it, bro. Yeah, like now, now you gotta be like thinking about it, but like damn son it's nah, one of it's those things up, where yeah. like if you up. keep on saying like like man you gotta stop thinking about I it said it again you're it, you're it was just it like much. back in the day it was just like it was just like back in the day when you'd be like damn you sound like some type of valley girl or like an airhead or some shit like that yeah not to like put put that on you but i know what you mean i know what you mean it's one of those things where if you can if you can master that language you can get to uh a new height I, out here, man. Yeah, so new upper line. I like that, man. You you thinking, bro? You I'm, thinking. I'm conscious, right man. I'm conscious. I'm yes, just sir. trying to find ways to get yes, better. Sir. That's all. That's all, bro. man. Got to be better. Got to better. Get better. They try to me? paint you out to be a savage online, dog, just because you speak your mind and you you know you really throw out your opinions unfiltered, son. But you bro, know you thinking out here. <laughs> Sometimes I just be bored when I get on my when I get on my troll bag. He's like, yeah, that nigga's just boring. He's just oh, gonna ignore shit. me. Just ignore me, dog. Don't don't feed me no attention. Cause I start to get to cooking. Yeah. <laughs> I might say something. I might upset somebody. Somebody might get in their feelings. But yeah. I mean, well, man. Yeah. 
Before we get yeah, out of here, I gotta ask you, uh, Bad Baby, she on OnlyFans. Did you did you peek? Did you subscribe? <laughs> no, I did not. I didn't even know she. I didn't. God, I didn't even know she did one. I just choked on the fucking cacti, bro. I didn't even know she fucking like. I didn't know she even put one up. Hey, like, she broke that shit, bro. I think she I didn't know until yeah, shit, like I didn't know until she. And apparently when I when I saw the breakdown that she put up, you know, she made so much off of subscriptions. She made so much off of DMs. She made so much off of this. She didn't have no but I don't yet. I don't yeah, I don't think she put up a post yet. And what it reminds me of is Kylie, bro. Yeah, because yep. like niggas gonna Kylie wait turned turn 18. When Kylie turned 18, people went nuts. And I feel like that's how she built her billion dollar empire because people went nuts. So, you know, we as men, we need to keep ourselves in check because, you know, nothing against them. Get your money, get your coin. But like, damn, son, you really like, and Kylie was probably going to be a billionaire regardless, but like you, we really just drove her to be a billionaire because of this, like I barely, barely legal hype or fetish or whatnot. Like without Fair all way. of that, yeah, exactly. So, like, damn, it's just one of those things. It was one of those things where, like, I I don't know, man. Like, when when like Bad Baby first started popping, I feel like oh, how young her. was she? What how young was she when she started popping? Because I feel like she might she must have turned 18 like three times already. That catch me but, outside video was like damn, that's a while ago. That's what I'm saying. Like when it resurfaced and she got popping, when she got popping and went viral, even though like that was a that was an old video. Even then, she was like yeah. six years old in that video, and then it might have popped like five years later. I want to say she was 15 when she first 15 or 14. And I guess it I guess it makes 15. sense, right? I guess it makes sense. But I just remember when she first started popping, and then when she first started trying to rap. They put her in a Kodak Black video. Yep. Now, I don't know if it was an official video or not, or if it was just a video that she said she wanted to shoot. But I, like I said, I don't think Kodak was actually in the video, but it was just her dancing around in his video. Now, I hope Kodak was 18 at the moment or at the time, because she just kept saying Kodak was her favorite rapper, this, this, and that. And it's like, damn, why you got this underage girl just dancing around in your video? And, you know, there was a rumor that Kodak Black might have hit. I don't want to put that on him. But it was like she was trying to move around to other rappers. And I know she tried to like, you know, this conversation is kind of nasty now that I'm speaking it. But all I know is that, like, she tried to kind of keep this air that she was older than she was. Yeah. You know, like you're an underage girl. Why are you in these situations? Why are people letting you be in these situations? Act your fucking age. Exactly. So like, but then again, it's hard to ask where are her parents because like she's a catch me outside girl, right? So I don't know, man. It was just one of those things where she's always kind of put herself in situations and act or people put herself in situations. She's acted way older than she was and dressed older than she was and i damn near thought she turned 18 like three times already but the fact wow. that she turned 18 now i can just see all of those situations just bubbling in a creep's mind 
to where they are ready to go and pay for an OnlyFans. Yeah. I mean, and like I said, I don't I don't want to I don't want to put that blame on her. So don't take what I'm saying right now and making it like, you know, everything she did spurred them to do it because people are creeps regardless. So they're going to do what they want to do. All I'm saying is that the same energy that was around Kylie has been around her and it's nasty. So, yeah, man, we live in a world. (laughs) We just live in an era. We live in a society where it's some nasty shit going on, bro. But hopefully we can keep ourselves in check because we just a million dollars in a day. Come on, bro. Go start you an LLC or some shit. <laughs> get your, hey, get your coins. Oh, I can't. I can't hate, but you think this is weird. Yeah. Breaking the app, being that. Thirsty. And here, here's here's another here's another crazy thing, right? How nasty is it for a dude to go and jump on her shit, right? But you got to think about it. It's kind of sad that the moment she turned eighteen, she opened an OnlyFans. Like you ain't got no other goals. Like you a whole rapper, right? I know there's famous people starting OnlyFans all the time, but like you ain't got no other goals in life. But like, damn, she turned eighteen. Open up that shit not selling. That music is you know that shit not selling, and she took advantage of opportunity. New niggas is creeps. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, it's just it's just wild. Like where are we at right now? Where 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 a chick she turns eighteen, and the first thing she says is. I'm gonna open up that OnlyFans. Like, damn, you couldn't wait, huh? Lord, don't give you me couldn't a give yourself please. a month. No daughters. <laughs> oh man, oh man. No, no daughters, man. The fuck? That's that shit. savage Khalil back. <laughs> <laughs> I was too chill this pie. You know what I mean? I, I got to turn it up. A That's that bit. future trunks Khalil <laughs> back. What's up? <laughs> oh shit! That's the real. That's the real right there, man. I know buddy gonna like that one. He got to hit the <laughs> air horn on that shit. He's speaking for a lot of dudes right now. Shout out my they nigga buddy. scared, bro. <laughs> you scared to be a girl dad, huh? Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Niggas is trying to make that shit cool. Nah, man. I'm, I'm good. Mm-mm. Girl dad, hey. Nah, nah I'm good. I, I oh, won't be boy dad. Shit. Have me a twin. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Have me hey. a twin, man. Got to. Teach them about wave checks. Wave tag, wave tag. Get them, put them ones on. That's yeah, all man. Do. I, I gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the, get the, get them some crisp air ones and the do rag, and you good to go. Yep. Tell him keep his hands off of women. That's <laughs> all you have to do. That's all you gotta do. Facts, bro. Oh shit. Now that's all. Shit, that's all I got, man. I appreciate you for coming through, bro. Hey, man. Talking, Thank man. you, bro. This is a good episode, this man. This was fun, bro. Yeah, sure. man. Uh, hey, man. One day. Well, I know BPJ. He don't really be or Nathan. <laughs> let me let me say it for for everybody else, man. I know Nate. He don't really like to uh, hop on camera, or he hasn't so far. I think he said he. I think he said he hasn't had a. Uh, What's it called? Um, uh, fucking camera. I'm going to have to send one to him and say, get the fuck on. And we're going to have to have a, a whole network wide pod one day. Just go crazy. That's it, so, bro. I was hoping we yes, could get sir. Paul on this shit, but 
I understand Paul out being mixy. Shout out Paul. Yeah, 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 man. But we gonna we gonna have him back on. We're gonna we're gonna bring you back on the uh bring you back on the cod, bro. Cause I just I think the uh the energy is always good, bro. The yeah. energy is always good. Like you know, I'm always down to hit kick with y'all, man. Exactly, exactly, bro. We we gonna get it, we're gonna get it turned up. And and look, bro, I got I got both my uh my my vaccine uh I got both my vaccine uh, appointments. So I know Paul got his vaccine and you got the vaccine. And one of these days, bro, we're going to pull up. Let's get either, it, bro. Either, either, when you're in, either when you're in Florida, we're just going to pull up and then, you know, call free through and say what's up. We're going to just pull up to the island you know drop a bag and pull up to the island and say what up man let's get this that live be dope, bro. Going, that's gonna be dope man fuck it fuck it live and live podcast con network man let's yes get it. sir yes sir come on let's fam. fucking go bro that's how we living that's how we living let's get it only way to live bro but shit yes, yeah sir. man I'm gonna get you out of here. I'm gonna let you go. I know it's a little late over there. My dog. Nah, it's all good, bro. I've been chilling. I've been chilling, bro. Hell yeah, bro. We love I, I catch you in the core, man. I'll be in there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know how it is. All right, bro. Peace. Shout out. My dog. Peace.